0: קופקאסט על עיצוב, חצנות ומה שביניהם מטעם בצלב. הפעם, קורונה.
1: אילנית, מה קורה? אני מתגעגע מאוד.
0: מה נשמע עודד גם אני?
1: ברוך בורא הזום.
0: אז מה בפרק הזה? כל של עבודה מרחוק הוא ללא אחד הנושאים החמים היום. המון שיח מתקיים סביב הנושא, סביב היתרונות, האתגרים ובעיקר איך מתרגלים הרבה
1: שאלות לגבי מה יהיה, וכיצד יראו והתנהלו הדברים ביום שאחר. אז לכבוד כך, שוכח לנסור ליראפ, שהוא בוגר התוכנית, אמדס במסלול ניהול עיצוב החדשנות. בשבילו הסיטואציה של לעבוד מלחוק היא לא חדשה, הונחתה לו משום זה מה שהוא בשש שנים האחרונות. עובד בחברת גאו דדי יחד ובמקביל, לצוותים של החברה בארצות הברית ובמקומות שונים בעולם. ופרויקט הגמר של אור התואר הסק בנוסה של עבודה מרחוק בצם מחקר מקיף על הנושא, על גם בהקשרים של הפרודוקטיביות של העבודה אבל בעיקר בכל מה להיבטים של עבודת הצבת, של יצירת סביבת עבודה שהיא אומנם וירטואלית אבל לא מאבדת מהפן האנושי והחברתי שבה. השיחה הפעם היא באנגלית והיא הוקלטה, כמובן איך לא, בזום בתוך הכפדה על שמירת מוחק של Every now and then, the artist, I hear yours. fellas bragging
2: on new women, and it makes me, whoo, how it makes me want to brag a little bit on my, Exclusive collaboration. I
1: don't know where to start bragging on my woman, because she's got so many good qualities, Rudy, what's up,
2: hey, hey what's going on, <laughs> Pretty awesome to be here, very exciting.
1: How's uh, these crazy days have been going on for you?
2: It's funny, I'm almost feeling like people are kind of like understanding what my life has been like for the last (laughs) 10 years, (laughs) like at home all the time and just like talking to people on Zoom. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, aside from all the craziness that's going on, but it's actually been kind of interesting. Yeah, I've I've been like super busy. Um, Yeah, it's been been cool. All right. (laughs)
1: So we're going to start by telling us who you are, Sruli.
2: Cool. Yeah, so Sruli raps from the United States, from a place called Teaneck, New Jersey, a very Jewish little place. (laughs) I moved to Israel like around 10 years ago, kind of came straight to Jerusalem, and I've been here. Yeah, I've been in Jerusalem kind of since, uh, pretty much. So I I was working in um, uh, computer programming for a while. Um, I actually got into it when I was here in Israel. Uh, through a friend of mine, right? Uh, Oded knows him, Gary. It was actually, I feel like he's probably going to come up a few times because he was actually also instrumental in like, how I kind of found Bitsalel and then I kind of got in touch with you and that, that whole kind of thing. But mm-hmm. anyways, he, he was a good friend of mine and who I met here. And I was like 22 at the time, didn't really know what I wanted to do so much. And through him, I kind of got, he was like, why don't you check out um, you know, uh, computer programming? Because he had this um, uh, web application called Mad Mimi, which was an email marketing platform. Um, and we were already like studying Talmud together every single day. And so, so you know, we were kind of hanging out a lot. And he said, like, why, why don't you check out computer programming? And that's how I got into computer programming. Um, and then I kind of went into his company, was interning there for like about half a year. And then I kind of just started becoming more and more regular in the company over the course of like two, two and a half years. And then in 2014, GoDaddy actually acquired Mad Mimi, which is how I got to GoDaddy. I was there for five years. And then I actually just left in October. So surprisingly, it's already like seven months already. And this has been an interesting time. Also, I launched a podcast uh, in January. It's called Babel on Talmud, B-A-B-B-L-E on Talmud, where are you using
0: our podcast to promote your podcast
2: (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even think about it forget it delete that
1: (laughs) no come on
2: (laughs) (laughs) anyway so so that's been super interesting um so been also a lot of time uh, which has been pretty cool so that's a daily podcast and then uh and then i've been like yeah my world is like very jewish these days so there's like that and then these Haredi guys, also interestingly, through Gary, I feel like everything that's happening in this interview kind of somehow is connected to this one guy, Gary Levitt. But anyways, these two Haredi guys had this um, like uh, kosher apartment rental application that they were working on for a while, but they didn't really know how to manage it, um, so they were having some issues. So they got in touch with him because you know they I guess somehow they knew him and obviously knew his background in software, and he said, "Want to get in touch with Shriili?" And I started freelancing with them like last year while I was still at GoDaddy, and then. Yeah, I, when I left GoDaddy, I was just going to go traveling. I wasn't planning to work, but they kind of wanted to keep on working. And it turned into, like I don't know, like it's, it's keeping me super, super busy. And so we got this product that we're um, – so it's a different product now. But we're trying to launch it, like, pretty soon, like a month or two. So I've been, like, managing, like, this um, uh, development team and, and design team in Sevastopol, which is, like, kind of occupied Russia, which is interesting. And so, so that's been super cool. And then just to point out, like, kind of a lot of what I do now is – heavily influenced by my experience at Pitello. Um We can elaborate on that, but that, that's definitely appropriate to point out over here.
0: Um, so we wanted to talk about your project, your final project on your uh, in MDes, um, which was, I, I heard you talk on your, I think it was your first day, at Agasha, <laughs> and it was weird for me. I thought, why would the person choose to work like that? And you immediately said that it's because of the time differences, which is a bit different than what we're experiencing now. But from there to what we have here, why don't you tell us a little bit about the project and about remote teams in general, um, things that you find that that are working well, things that you find that have difficulties with this? uh,
2: Yeah, certainly. Yeah, so that was kind of what interested me in the, in, in specifically doing a final project in this because remote working was something that was kind of close to my heart because I've I'd I'd been doing it for so long. I don't really know anything else. I never actually worked in an office. Um, and then, you know, through sort of the program, through uh, MDes, so just the introduction to like design thinking and that whole approach to building products using design thinking kind of made me curious to think, how can I apply this in my life, um, working on a remote team? Because so much of design thinking is, you know, being in person and doing interviews and, um, you know, ideation and things like that, but also started, helped me, you know, I started thinking about, and what about the processes that we work, that that we work with, um, at, at, uh, you know, GoDaddy, which is as, you know, as building software. So we use things like agile approaches to product development. And then I read this book on, um, you know, um, what was it called? The Lean Startup and Google Design Sprints. And I started reading all these books about different approaches to how products can be built. And I started thinking like, how can, you know, all of these methodologies were, were developed in traditional kind of co-located settings. And we just kind of take them and apply them blindly and say, oh, okay, we'll just do them even though we're like scattered all over the world in different time zones. So I kind of wanted to think about what, what are the differences between, um, how these methodologies are applied when you are uh, working remotely and how can they possibly be, be, be improved um, so that was sort of the, the inspiration for for the project
0: did you try to overcome uh, a specific difficulty was it like a time zone or the fact that people want to work in remote what was uh, the thing that drove you into the
2: so I kind of started to uh, so so in in developing the project so what I do is I kind of started with the, with the interviews to just to kind of get other people's perspectives on, on, on their working remotely and what's hard for them and what their challenges are and what they love about it and what um, really works well for them and things like that. And, you know, some of the things that came out are, are the social aspects of, um, of working remotely, how it's cool. how, you know, when people go to work and they work with people in the same room, so like, obviously it's social and you're like interacting with people and making friends and stuff, but how the same thing kind of also applies when you're working remotely. Like you walk, you come in, when, when you're working remotely, you're not just alone in your own room, you know, like you're in a chat room in Slack or whatever, and you kind of go and you say hi and you interact and you're maybe making joke and jokes and things like that. And it was also interesting how like, so then getting back to like what I was saying a minute ago about, you know, how these methodologies change when you're working remote. So one example is like, um, you know, like the sprint stand up in the morning, the daily stand up in the morning, which is supposed mm-hmm. to be just like a quick 15 minute meeting where you just kind of go over what you did yesterday and what you're doing today, kind of talkless. And in, when, in our teams, it's like totally different, you know, like first of all, the sprint meeting happens at the end of the day because there are people in Arizona who it's seven o'clock in the morning for them when it's five o'clock at night for us. And also we would have like a whole long kind of we, we had the section of like good news where that was like when we find out about like people's lives and like what's going on and what awesome things that they did. Or like one guy would like run like tons and tons of miles cause he was preparing <laughs> for like a triathlon and you know, all this kind of cool stuff that's going on in people's lives and kind of the, the, the seeming things that in normal, um, work environments are like quick and talkless, they become like an opportunity for like getting to know more about, about your colleagues and like kind of making social interactions, which, which is kind of cool. Um, some of the other challenges that kind of came out for people were also the um, need for like documentation, right? To make sure that because people are working at random hours um, and you never know who's going to be online when you need them, you can't, you know, somebody might be sleeping when you need something. So sort of the need for um, to have information available, it becomes, I guess, crucial when, when you're working in a place where you can't assume that the person who you need is going to be available. Um, and then one more thing that kind of was like a big thing that came out was also like the, the Kind of similarly about understanding your colleagues, you know, kind of under, you know, part of um, being able to really work well together is to have trust and to kind of know that right, that you're going to kind of take care of each other and work well together as a team. And a lot of that is built through understanding um, people better. And I'm actually kind of experiencing this now with my work um, with this development team in, in in Russia. You know, a lot we don't necessarily use video on calls and. You know, I don't really know them very well. They also don't speak English all that well. And you, know, you, you definitely feel it in, in, in the interactions with them that like, it's more kind of talkless, which has its own benefits also. But you know, the work is kind of more talkless, but we don't necessarily feel as much like a, like, like a team uh, as much as we did, let's say, in a place where we're using video and we're seeing each other and we're hearing each other and talking with each other and joking with each other. And it kind of makes the ability to kind of work together um, stronger. So those were kind of some of the strong insights that, right, that were coming out of the research.
0: So if you're connected to what's going on today, it sounds like most of the teams that you were a part of, was, uh, I would call it like a voluntarily, you wanted or you needed to do it remote, um, which is a bit different than what's going on now that we are like forced to do it. Um, and I'm thinking if you see points that you found on your work, uh, on your, when, when doing business and on your project, and that could be like i don't know like the the do's and don'ts of how to operate a, your company your office in times like this when you don't want to do it but you, you are forced to do it and you can find um, all the benefits of, yeah. of uh, working like that
2: wow that's a good question mm-hmm. um so first of all one of the things i, I can't say for sure. But like one of the things that was always important for me, and I guess it's probably important for anybody who's working from home is I always made a chance. I was, it was always important really like to get dressed in the morning to like start mm-hmm. my day. You know, I found that if I, you know, if I wouldn't, I would just kind of stay in my pajamas all day, I wouldn't be as effective. So, mm-hmm. so that's like one kind of uh, interesting thing is like, you know, to kind of, you know, even in a time like now where you're just kind of forced to work from home, but it's good to kind of start your day. At least I found that. Um, and then also similar to like what I was saying kind of from the research also that the idea to be social, you know, um, Work is a social kind of thing. And therefore, even if you're working from home, if there are ways, um, maybe you can get Slack. I don't know, there there may or like Zoom is like killing it these days, right? Like everyone's on Zoom, right? So, you know, I wonder if you can have kind of like a like even Skype. Right now I'm working with Skype with these people in Russia, you know, a way to just kind of interact with people so that you're not by yourself all day and you can be having fun and you can be chatting or, or, or WhatsApp or whatever it might be. Um but to get sort of the whole team there and use this as an opportunity to kind of be able to interact with your team in, in, in less um, regular ways. Um,
1: yeah, I, th- I think there is like the, the productive productivity element of like uh, trying to, um, you know, improve that and make sure that you're optimizing um, the work environment of working from home to be the most productive through all kinds of, you know, uh, uh, methods. And on the other hand, there is the social aspect. Of making sure that you know work is is a social thing, as you mentioned, that this thing is not uh, vanished if if uh, you you do this uh, working from home thing, because again, it also makes you more productive. It also makes you more you know satisfied from from what you do, and also creates more collaboration. Obviously, that it's I think at the end of the day also optimizing the, the productivity uh, and the work environment in general. It's interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to like see how the world and how companies uh which are not used to, you know, this kind of you know, culture of and work environment, how do they adapt to to this new uh you know uh era? I don't know.
2: Certainly. And I think that the fact that we have Zoom is, is a humongous help, you know. Um the fact that there is software that can allow you to kind of interact with the, with each other um at the same um you know, now in this yeah. kind of situation. But, um, you know, you mentioned the productivity, which reminded me actually of one of the ins- insights from the research, which was when I was doing one of the interviews, um, this person said how he views Spotify as a productivity tool. Because, you know, when you're working from home, you know, it's not just, you know, it's also having the music, creating the environment, you know, what, you know, and I, I listen to music all the time when I work. So, you know, all of these things that maybe you didn't think about, you know, or like, even when you're at a cafe all the noise that's going on in the background you know like what, what's happening so it's kind of to create that uh in your house you know a good place to work where you have music and you know interacting with people and create like good vibes and and, and a good times and you know whenever we'd come in in the morning like um working remotely we'd always say good morning like even though we're working remotely and we could theoretically not and just keep quiet the whole day and just ask things that we need but everyone always says good morning when they get there often enough like if you're going to get lunch you'll be like all right i'm going to run out to get lunch like i'll be back later and People kind of like, you know, oh, a delivery just came. I'll be right back in a few minutes. And mm-hmm. people are, are like investing in making sure that like, you know, we're, we're together and we are interacting even from far. Um, and, yeah, well right. Okay. I was <laughs> going to say that, right, that in most, in many cases, it also uh, gives you the opportunity to be able to work from anywhere, but that's not so relevant right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it might. The, the thing is that this, this like, you know, uh, pandemic and crisis and everything I think it's forces people to uh, to embrace new habits okay like even the zoom meetings it's not 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 just about like working uh, uh, remotely um, uh, all day but even even you know meeting on zoom might be like a more easy thing to do and more acceptable thing to do after the crisis is over it might be more efficient you don't need to go to places you know to drive find the parking and all that. And even the meeting themselves, I think, are a little bit more productive because there is no this, like, you know, I'm going to the coffee and then, you know, prepare and all the chit chats, you know, before and after. So, so I think it reduces barriers for people that were not there before and might change the habits that even if you want to, oh, you know, it's, it's okay to go to Indonesia and work now for three months. It's, it's fine. 100%.
2: Yeah. And also, you know, you mentioned sort of bringing down the barriers. That's also one of the great things about, you know, one of the positives of working, you know, working from home, which is that when you're ready to work, you're working, you know, like when I was in school and I had all the schoolwork, I could literally just say, okay, I'm going to do schoolwork until nine in the morning and then I'm going to start to work. And that's what I did. You know, like, you know, like the second you decide I want to work now you're at work. Um, you know, there isn't really why wow, I got to get ready for work and I got to travel there. And it's like an hour until I'm actually at my desk doing anything. You can literally be, be, be be working in, within a minute, which is pretty awesome. I think that you
0: also feel like you're more limited in time, which makes you more efficient. And you use the meeting for, to be like, focus, do whatever you need to do, and finish it, and not you know stay all day long, Certainly, going from one meeting to another, which okay. I found really, really cool.
2: Yeah, certainly. Because ah, you're, you're working from, from home now as well. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. But, you know. <laughs> right exactly yeah no so it's also cool to hear from you as well of like you know how how it's like you know how these things are are embracing you know how, whatever how, how it's working out for you in this experience now as well
1: cool. what, what, what was the biggest pain for you that you like describe us a little bit about your experience of working in GoDaddy and mad mimi remotely what was like you know the biggest pains and and, and not just the biggest pains also what you really liked about it
2: amazing yeah so i uh, since you mentioned pains first, I'm happy to mention pains. Um, the hardest thing could be, you know, on the one hand, working from home is awesome, and you do try to make relationships with the people who you work for, uh, who you work with, and stuff like that. But if you're at home and you can't focus, you're in big trouble. Like because, what like what are you? Gonna, you're literally home by yourself. You can't focus. What are you going to do? So it would, I, I often uh, would try to get out of the house. Uh, tw- often I would be out of the house twice a day. I would go to like Nocturno, um, like in in Jerusalem like a coffee shop at like seven, often I would be there like 7.30 in the morning to like 9.30 in the morning. Um, And then I'd go to this other cafe, Y Cafe, which is also awesome. I'd go there at some point in the afternoon. So I'd be out of the house for like, you know, four hours in a day just to get out and be like, okay, I'm going to be productive now. I know I'm going to be productive now for like the next two hours, which is awesome. But one of the challenges there as well is that you're on their schedule, um, which which means a few things. Um, A, it means, you know, I, I like to wake up very early. So if it's like already like, you know, I don't know, five, six in the morning and I need to focus, I can't focus right now and I want to get out of the house. Well, nothing's open right now. So, so you're kind of stuck. Um, And also you have to be sensitive to to the coffee shop, you know, and and that's an important thing as well. Like, you know, you know, if you're, so like, I would go to, let's say a place like Nocturno, which is a little bit busier. I'd go there at 730, but the place was empty, you know, like, you know, like, you know, I kind of also like, you know, or I wouldn't go on Fridays, you know, Fridays are super busy, you know, so to kind of like also feel out. So you really are on their schedule, both in terms of their hours and also in terms of their, you know, you want to kind of create like good relationships. Um, you know, but
1: it's interesting. Like you needed like this buzzing environment in order to be like focused. Yeah.
2: yeah. Because I know if I'm getting out of the house, I'm not distracted in the house. I can get distracted. Nobody's, you know, looking, you know, if I'm distracted, I'm distracted. But like when I'm out of the house, I'm focused. And actually I got a space at we work actually last year for about nine, 10 months, which is actually really awesome because then I can go there whenever I want. You know, if it's like super early and none of the cafes are open, I can still go to WeWork. Um, and that was actually really great. Um, so I got to have like the best of kind of the different worlds is like I have the freedom of remote work in terms of also being able to work whenever I want, even though that's not necessarily a thing right now in terms of Corona because people are still on the same schedules. But in general, as part of remote working, you kind of do have these teams spread out over different time zones. There isn't really necessarily a definition of like this is work time. Um, and then, yes, I could still like work whenever I want and kind of wear whenever I want and travel whenever I want and stuff. But I still had that place to go to when, you know, I just needed to get out of the house and focus, I had a place to go to, which was pretty awesome. Um, I think that's probably the biggest pain point. And then, you know, another thing is also actually kind of like, you know, when when I started, it kind of thinking about this interview, I was like reflecting on, on, you know, when I started going to Bitsalo and, and how I got to Bitsalo. And part of it also was coming from a place of like, I, I kind of needed a change, you know, like I needed something new in my life and, you know, all the other value that comes with um, going to Bitsalo. But you know, one of the inspirations, you know, my first thought wasn't like, oh, why don't I go to Bezala? I was kind of thinking about what, what can I do? And this kind of came up and it was the perfect option. But, um, and it worked out great. But um, I kind of got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm working from home. I'm not like really kind of meeting new people. Um, I am working. So I have money coming in. This is sustainable and nothing's going to change unless, I, unless, unless something changes. So that, so that could also definitely be, um, you know, it could, it, it could be hard to kind of make changes necessarily. When you're like literally doing the same thing in the same room every single day by yourself, um, but you know uh, there are solutions to that.
1: I, I feel from from what you're saying that like the biggest pain is still like social. It's like the fact that like you're not meeting the people, you don't have the work environment, physical work environment, that makes you focus, that makes you you know talk to people to uh, discuss you know all the stuff <laughs> that you want to discuss. Yeah, be productive. So that's why, like, the social distancing is not a good thing for (laughs) for that.
2: Certainly, certainly. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of
0: the. You brought some optimistic optimistic points previously when you talked about um, how it could be something that, you know, uh, you do interact. You're saying good morning, you're saying I'm going to lunch, and you're trying to make a a day routine with your team, um, which I think people don't do that now. They, they're like facing this issue when saying I need to do this meeting in Zoom or we, we are working remote using whatever WhatsApp or whatever we can. But we're doing everything, I think, with a purpose. I, I'm not calling my colleagues to say good morning or my husband doesn't call his employees and to ask them, uh, so what did you do today? The, everything is like more of a messaging. And what you're talking about is like a whole solution of a day, of an environment, of inter- interaction, which, which brings something more optimistic into this situation, I think.
2: 100%. It definitely comes out of a sense of like, this is a challenge. You know, what, what do we do about the fact that, it's, that remote working is not inherently social? And that's where all these solutions come from.
0: I'm going to address you as a prophet, and I'm going to ask you, what do you <laughs> think after having so much experience doing this? What do you think will happen the day after Corona, which we, we can go back to the office, and probably most of us will. Uh, do you think it's going to influence us? It's going to be something that people will adopt as a, a way of life?
2: Yeah. So I mean, you know, of course I can't say for sure, but, but the way I'm thinking about it is that remote work, I think for many people has always been this kind of like, but can it really work? Or what really is it? Or like, I've heard about it, but whatever. Now people are kind of forced to experiencing it and to experience it. And I don't know that people are going to be like, oh, okay, let's like just only work work remotely for, wow, from now on. But but it could be like, wow, you know what? There were certain aspects that we could actually take with us. you You know what? If it's a Friday and we need a meeting or whatever, I mean, I don't know what people necessarily do, but Zoom totally worked. You know, like there could be little pieces or, you know, maybe like, there were certain ways that you had to prepare for meetings when they're on zoom, as opposed to in person, that were just like made things much better. And now when you go back to your office, you know, you're going to prepare for those meetings in that way because it worked like just being thrown into a new environment, I think sort of kind of forces different ways of thinking. And I think that all of the differences, all these new things that are these new solutions that are being forced upon people. I think that I imagine, I wouldn't be surprised if there are, are sort of parts of those that people that work out really well. And that changes. That forces kind of change into the way that people had been working up until then uh, that't so would have, have otherwise
0: like a fusion of what we had, what we have now, and
2: yeah, yeah, I mean I, yeah I hmm, that's a great question, but I think even just all the stuff that we've been talking about, you know, how you know I think also it's still very fresh, kind of like um kind of like um Eleni, like 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 you were explaining how you don't necessarily right now interact with people in Skype or Slack or WhatsApp like all day and stuff like that. But maybe once people kind of figure it, you know, start, I think because it's still so new, but, you know, if if people were to start figuring out like, hey, we could be social throughout the day, then it might change every, you know, a lot of things. Because I know that even in some co-located offices, you know, people are interacting. Maybe it's more tech things, but people are kind of interacting in Slack within the office. Um, And I don't know like what it's like where where, where you guys work, but, um, you know, there could be things that you experience now while working remote. That you can even easily do while you're in the same office. You know, you don't have to get up and ask a question from somebody. You can just ask them on Slack, and it's super quick. You know, uh, or WhatsApp. I don't know if people are doing this already, but there, you know, there are there are these cool things that you can be forced to kind of do while you're working now remotely. And say, hey, why stop? You know.
1: By the way, did you continue with the
2: platform afterwards? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I've thought about it. But no, I didn't. <laughs> first of all, we didn't really talk about what the platform is. Yeah, um,
1: so, so maybe we can talk about that uh, and then picnic. add it later. No, we talked about the research, not about the platform.
2: Um, <laughs> I mean, the, well, the platform was very, it was very um, related. First of all, the, the name is cool. Picnic. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And that's exactly what it is. And that's, exa- you know, basically I took all these insights that, that we've been talking about till now, sort of the requirement for remote work, the requirement for information being available and wanting to know more about the people that you work with in their lives and the opportunity to learn more about their lives because they're in such cool places you know, all over the world. I mean, you know, I don't know, I'll play all parts of like Western Europe, Eastern War, Europe, the United States, South Africa, you know, um that was probably it. But United these places are pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> There's like lots of people in different places. But you know, so you can kind of see what life is like in I don't know, Latvia or Germany or
1: so it was like a mix of, of of again like a communication platform that also um, um uh, can, can handle like the time zone differences and all that, but also brings you, um, the social aspects of working remote. Exactly.
2: So it basically at the time, it kind of took the concept of, of kind of stories, user stories that was, you know, popular. And I guess they're still popular, uh, with like Instagram, um, and now Facebook. And the idea was, you know, uh, and also as part of the research and part of the literature, um, in terms of, you know, you see how on remote companies, they kind of create their own, um, interesting ways to be sharing information and what people are working on and 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 to share with the rest of the team what's going on on the team what's being developed so the idea was that there was there would be through these kind of stories to be able to share with the rest of the team what you're working on right so whether it's screenshots of the product you're working on but also where you're working from so like you know i could show people what y cafe is like you know Mm. i could show people what you know or you know when i saw something cool on the where on the way to like hamifal to go work for a few hours you know i kind of share that and you see what Jerusalem's like, you see what my life is like, you see what I'm working on, we can comment, we can kind of interact. And you can have that in all parts of the company. So you can kind of be seeing from all different people in the company, you know, if, you know, like the head of the company can be, you know, creating stories about cool meetings that right, that took place and partnerships with cool companies. And, you know, it could be like a platform for the entire company to kind of wherever they are, be bringing, um, you know, their work and their life together. And, you know, for, 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 for people to find and see, and sort of, build uh, kind of the team that way and 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 i
1: I think i think it's super interesting and and uh in the aspect that you know a lot of companies are trying to be like you know the cultural uh, the organization culture and all that and there's a lot of you know articles and and talks and you know workshops about that and it's a big big issue and also differentiation for companies of you know differentiating themselves by their company culture Retaining uh, talent attracting talent and all that um and it's interesting because in your project and you're uh i think like ahead of the ahead of the trend on that point that is like building like a, uh organizational culture uh remotely uh which i think now a lot of companies forced to, to consider how to do that
2: certainly certainly yeah,
1: yeah. all right
2: Thank so. you. <laughs> thank you. Super fun. Wow. Well, it was, it's such an honor to uh, be able to talk to you guys. So thanks. Wow.
1: <laughs> so, thank you so yeah. much for... I um, hope you feel
0: uh, uh, that you did something meaningful now. Totally. Everybody's everybody is like uh, following your footsteps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So anyway. thank you. Thank you. Sure, thank so you fun. so
1: much. And it was like really, really interesting to like learn from your perspective um, and hopefully people will listen and will adopt some of the ideas that came out here. And uh, let's see where this storm is taking us.